Hello, Sky friends, and welcome to Seasons of Skyrend, Book 3. We're a custom 5e D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they explore their impact on the world and how the world responds in turn. I am your host and DM, Scott, and you can find me on Twitter at TheScottBlake. Hi, I'm Chris. I play Iolana Makani, the Air Genasi Mystic, and you can find me at Killer on Twitter. Hi, my name is Nate. I play Darwin Grimm, the Human Monk, and you can find me at Skyren underscore Nate on Twitter. Hi, I'm Shannon. I play Aranis Gray, also known as Gray the Great to my fans, and the Bard of the Bard's Rebellion. I am a half-elf bard, and you can find me at Skyren underscore Shannon on Twitter. And you can find the show on Twitter at Skyren Podcast. You can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Head on over to find out about bonus chapters, early access, NPC creation, and more. Now then, thank you for joining us, and please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. And as the two of you just sit, both hiding, neither moving for a while, the bar finally starts to shut down. People are leaving en masse. Cynthia has finished last call. People are paying their tabs. People are going to go home and sleep for the night. Arnis, you collect your tips and your pay. It's pretty good tonight. Cynthia will approach you before you have a chance to leave. Arnis. Besides the playing, thanks for helping out with those dumbass sailors. <sighs> we'll see if they're better tomorrow. You can only hope. Mm-hmm. But yeah, very nice job tonight. Come on back whenever you want. See you in the morning. <sighs> she just smiles and shakes her head like, ah, oh, you lovable drunk. <laughs> I think it's mm, not the last patron to leave, but near the last patron to leave is Huracan. He walks out, squeezes himself out through the door, and just stands there in the middle of the roadway. Takes a good look around, and he walks over towards the hotel. He doesn't need to help you right now. And so, Arnis, as you step out, getting ready to go turn in for the night, roll perception. Oh, dear. There's so much to perceive <laughs> now. There really is. I'm certain I'm going to miss all of it because there's so much to perceive. A bit. I got a 15. All right. You step out. The first thing you notice is, of course, the water hanging in the air. A more common occurrence since you killed Patches. And again, for you, much like Iolana, there's something off about it tonight. There's a scent in there. Floralish scent. And then as you're looking around, you see the reflection of some moonlight off of someone clearly trying to hide just across the way. Cool. Darwin and Iolana, you both definitely see Arnis walk out. <laughs> I'm trying to decide how, like, surly Arnis <laughs> is feeling. I think it's been just a weird enough day that he's, like, just surly enough to say something. So uh, whatever this, like, shadow of somebody trying to hide is, I go... See you there. You're not stealthy. And then I just walk off toward the hotel where I'm staying. Like, I don't even stay to see if the person, like, pops out. I just I just go, yeah, I, I, I'm seeing all of that. 
and I just start to go. (laughs) (laughs) And as I'm called out, I step into the street and I say, Arnus Gray, Gray the Great, Bard of the Bard's Rebellion. This would have gone much easier if you had just had a conversation with me. Oh, fuck off. And I keep walking. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a weird day. Mm, Okay. (laughs) Arnis is is not into it at all. All right, Alana, what do you do? How far are you at this point? I don't know. Another 30 feet down the road. It sounds like Arnis is just walking. Yep. At this point in your head, (laughs) you hear... I seek information regarding the assassin veil. At that point, I stop walking. I turn around and I say, now you can really fuck off. And I keep walking. Darvin, you definitely heard Aranis's half of that conversation. What are you doing? I'm doing my best to follow Aranis <laughs> in case anything happens, but I want to stay stealthy at the same time. All right, roll stealth again. 17. Not bad, not bad. Your passive isn't higher than 17, right? Perception? No. Oh, okay. That's 15. Mine's 16. But I just I want to make sure that you're just not automatically seeing Darvin right now. <laughs> Darvin is following stealthily along the buildings. Arnis, it sounds like you're just walking away in a huff. Yeah, pretty much. Ilana, what are you doing? So Arnis is about 60 feet away at this point? Mm-hmm. I'm so... like terrified for what's about to happen. You and me both. Yep. <laughs> I hold my hand out toward Arnis. Oh, God. And Arnis is going to feel a slam. Uh, uh, make a constitution save, Arnis. Fuck off. You're attacking. Okay. Seriously? Well, that's a four. I failed. You're going to take six force damage and be knocked prone. <laughs> is there any visible aspect to this? It feels like she's just hit. No, no, no. Oh, no. Can Darwin see any like effect? Darwin sees me raise my hand out, and Arnish just gets smacked by something. Okay, cool. Let's have a fight. <laughs> Arnish, you've been slammed to the ground. What do you do? God damn it, you had to attack me, didn't you? You had to do it. I literally just pushed you really hard. <laughs> I get really I hard. get back up. Turn to face you. Still, like, a good 60 feet away. I say, I have just had the weirdest day. And so I'm going to walk away now. Don't push me again. And I turn around and just walk away. All right. I'm not interested in having a fight right now. <laughs> Darvin, you saw and you heard this exchange. What are you doing? If Arnus is walking away and is not under current damage, then I'm going to stick to the plan. Just following in case things happen. Okay. Staying stealthy. Roll another stealth. Crit. <laughs> cool. What Darvin? What Darvin? Who's a Darvin? <laughs> Where's a Darvin? <laughs> yeah, you follow extremely stealthily. Iolana, what are you doing? Arnus is now 90 feet away from me, right? Mm, 75. Took some time to get up. Yeah, took some of my movement to get up. Okay. Getting a lot closer to that hotel, though. This is not a big town. Got like a couple more rounds of Arnis moving freely before he's at the door. Uh, in your head again. 
because this range on this is, I think, ridiculous. I it is exactly. pretty ridiculous. I want to say it's over 100. I think, yeah, I think it's Jesus. 120 as long as I've got line of sight. Yeah, Firebolt's 122. Uh, oh, fuck off. <laughs> you hear, it's fine. Um, Everything is fine. Arnis, I do not seek violence with you. I seek only information. We can keep this civil and quick if you simply answer my questions. However, should you choose the alternate route, you do know who I represent. <sighs> I let out a big, audible sigh. Ugh. I turn back around. One. Please stay the fuck out of my head. Two. I don't know who the hell you represent, lady. And you make no sense. <laughs> Three. She's not shouting this like a hundred feet away from me. Uh-huh. There's like people like peering out of windows and doors right now. Yay. This is going really well for me. Any answers I can give that don't exist anywhere do cause violence. So there's no one or the other here. So if you're going to fight me, go ahead and fight me because there's nothing you want to know that I can tell you. I don't keep walking anymore. I just stand. Okay. Ooh. Like, I'm literally just standing there. Like, <sighs> Darvin, you see Arnis just stop and yell, perhaps confirming your suspicions that someone's talking in heads here. I knew it. And they're, God, this is like a midnight standoff right now in the middle of the street. <laughs> what are you doing, Darvin? Hmm. I kind of want to tell me if this is possible. How many buildings are nearby? A couple. This isn't a hugely populated city. Run up a building! Yes. Is there is there <laughs> one near Arnus? Of course there is. What I kind of want to do is expose myself only for like a split second. Mm-hmm. Like, and then like run up the side of a building and disappear on top. Okay. Just to make my presence known to both of them and then disappear again. Well, I think by the time you get on the roof, no one would be able to see you. So... This is so very possible. Nice. So, Aranis <laughs> and Iolana, as you're staring at each other down the street, you see a figure quickly run out of the shadows and vertically run up the <laughs> side of a building about two stories tall and just disappear onto the roof. Nice. Would it occur to me that that was probably Darwin? How the hell is that not Darwin? <laughs> okay. I'm just like... I mean... I'm just making sure... Who else do you know who runs up buildings? <laughs> then, it would, then I would be like, oh shit, there's Darwin. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Back up. <laughs> now, Iolana, what would you like to do? I'm going to move my move closer. Mm-hmm. Non-aggressively, I'm not going to, you know. <laughs> oh, I'm not going anywhere move. at this point. It's fine. I'm not speaking out loud again. Are you speaking in loud? <laughs> in loud. Uh, I'm speaking uh, telepathically again with Arnis. Uh, and I'm going to say, um, Mr. Gray, at this distance, your volume, we're making a scene. I and that we, I say out loud. <laughs> you can communicate the same way by simply thinking your words to me. No. <laughs> Jorian said you were going to be difficult. The fuck you say? I shout like it's like midnight and I'm like, mm-hmm. It's okay, they just if think you're drunk. We could Well I am <laughs> If we could take this conversation inside, we can uh 
I believe he'll come to an understanding if you would ask your monk friend to join us. Mm. Nuh-uh. <laughs> I ain't going nowhere with you. I will go over wh- wherever you would like to go. <sighs> and okay, so here's what happens right here. Because uh, Arnis catches himself before he like actually makes a mistake. But he definitely says, I ain't going nowhere with you. Uh, mm, nope. And he doesn't say the full word assassin, yeah. but he like goes, ah, mm, no, mm, mm. Mm-hmm. I'd say it. All right. Um, <laughs> hey, Darvin from the rooftop. Uh, yeah, you heard Arnis's whole half of that. <laughs> you definitely see like some candles in windows now. And, like shadows of people there just like staring and listening. Can I see them Someone- too? Oh, yeah. I wave. Arnis is causing a scene. This is a scene. Cool. Nobody's coming out onto the street because it hasn't gotten violent yet. Right now, it's just shouting. It hasn't gotten noticeably violent, I should say. Is it in his court? Is it mine? Uh, Darvin, is there anything you want to do from up there? Not at this juncture, I don't think. Okay. Then yes, Iolana. I move another 30 feet. So now that we're only 30 feet away from, e- away from each other, oh. I say, Arnis, please, I understand you're emotional right now. No, this is out loud. This is out loud. Okay. Okay. Please specify. I I don't know why you're emotional right now, but if we could have a conversation, we may be able to come to an understanding of what I need. You don't know why I'm emotional? This? Maybe not why I'm emotional? Well, you're not the only one dealing with that. Please describe what you're pointing at. Oh, the bone that's like behind my ear. That's like starting to like be visible. Mm -hmm. Just because I'm not the only one dealing with it doesn't mean I'm not dealing with it. So I'm glad like you're having an issue. That's really great for you that you're like having an issue. I got bigger fish, man, that I'm specifically not dealing with. So all of your fish, whatever that is, <laughs> I don't care. <sighs> I'm not shouting anymore. We're only like 30 I, feet away from the, each other. Then, like, then let me ask my questions and I can be on my way. I don't need more than 10 minutes of your time. <sighs> Uh, yeah, except we can we can have this conversation right here if you're comfortable with it. I mean, I'd like to stand a little closer, and I really wish you would agree to communicate silently. No, that shit is weird, and I'm not doing it. I do <laughs> understand that it it intimidates some people. Um, I just I don't want to talk about Vale, and I walk away. All right, Darvin, you see Arnis walking away back towards the hotel. They are. Brief moments away from being able to go inside. I can see the hotel, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think I'm just going to stay where I am and make sure he gets inside safely. Okay. Ilana, what would you like to do? Um, Arnis was like on the verge of starting to cry when he like walked away. Like, just, I don't want to talk oh, about it. Like, I gotta go. Like visibly upset. I'm trying to think of how to phrase this. You're not far, away, far enough away that I have to yell to say it. So we'll say it out loud. Do you think your friend would answer my questions then? I don't know. Why don't we ask him? Hey, Darvin, do you want to talk about Vale? Are you still walking away, Aranis? I turn back. I shouty a little. And then I keep walking. All right, Darvin, how do you respond? I think I don't say anything. Okay. That's an implied no. Yeah, I got <laughs> I'm that. I'm continuing to walk. I think that's a no. <laughs> All right. So, Ilana, Aranis has his hand on the door into the hotel. Okay, then the last thing I'm going to say, and I have to say it telepathically because at this distance, I don't want to yell it, and I, and I don't want a certain person in the hotel to hear it. Arnis, if my father has to deal with this, it will be much less kind than if you answer my questions. 
take my hand off the doorknob and I turn back around and I go, Are you threatening me? That is not a threat. This information will be obtained and we have been informed that you are the only ones who know it. I need the information. What do you want to do, Arnis? I'm struggling right now because, um... Because <laughs> Darwin's not helping? No. No, it's not at all, actually. You can go whichever way you want with this. There's no pressure. I'm just... I'm struggling because, like... And I say as calmly as I can muster. <sighs> Vale is gone. I know not where. The world is broken. And I cannot deal with it. So whatever your dad has to say, fucking bring it on. And I walk into the hotel. Nice. Mm. Let me throw some inspiration at Aris right now. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful exchange on all sides right now. But uh, yeah, I think Arnis is uh, getting the gold star on that one. Darvin, Arnis has just stormed into the hotel. I'm going to say visibly distraught. What do you do? I want to go check with him, mm-hmm. but, you know, not right away. I don't want to be... <laughs> I guess it doesn't really well, matter if she sees me. People can't see you right now from where you're at. So do you want Ilana to see you go, or do you want to stealth your way into the hotel? I would prefer to stealth my way into the Can hotel. Can Assassin's Creed his way across the rooftops? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how close the buildings are together, so I, I mean, if, if anything, Vale was our uh, fucking Ezio over there. Or whichever one. I don't know who your preferred assassin is. But Darwin, yeah, if you just want to run along the roof and then like leap over to the next one and yeah, like yeah. sneak in through a window or an opening on the roof. Totally. Darwin's got right. them hops. Um, let's do this with stealth. Okay. The building's... We'll get to the athletics portion of this. Let's get to the stealth first. Okay. I want to see stealth how quiet first. you are. Yeah. To 19. All right. Ilana, roll perception. 21. Nope. 21. Okay. <laughs> you definitely hear the footsteps along that rooftop that you saw somebody rush up. Do, 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 do. You can hear a gap? Darvin, make an athletics roll. Oh, dear. Uh-oh. <laughs> as you run over to the next building. Or as you leap over to the next building. I need some luck here. I don't have a bonus to this. 16. Nice. Ooh. Nice roll. Very nice. <laughs> so, Ilana, you hear the do-do-do-do-do-do. Clearly, whoever was on that roof just ran over to that hotel roof. Is he still on the roof? Darwin, you want to be on the roof still? I mean, prob- probably. I just landed, right? Yeah. The hotel is like another story higher than the building you were on, but that's not a big deal. You can run up the wall. Nice. <laughs> and and how tall, what is the distance from where I'm standing to the top of the hotel? I'll say like 60 feet, maybe. Cool. You're able to hear Darvin, but yeah. not necessarily see him. What? Do you have dark vision? No. Okay. <laughs> you were able to hear Darvin, but not see Darvin. <laughs> but you know somebody who was like, watching you, and then ran over there. Yeah, in the approximate direction they're moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So I am going to... Anybody watching watches as I reach out with my hands, make them into fists, and literally just push on air. And I'm going to fly under the top of the roof. Ah. The hell? Is this actually flying? Yes. Or is it uh, a spell? Just for... Our own information, not for Darwin and Arnis's information. A flying speed of 60 feet. Oh, hey, when you activate it. Cool. What the heck? 
So Darvin, as you're on the roof of the hotel, quickly scanning around for a way in, you see Iolana emerge into the sky with that nice, soft, diffuse moonlight behind her. What do you do? Is she up on the roof yet? Uh, I'm going to say no. Unless you have to land at the end of your turn. I think it's a, it's a flying speed yeah, of yeah. 60 feet, so I don't believe I have to land at the end of the turn. Okay. As long as it doesn't end at the end of your turn. Cool. Which um, lasts until concentration ends. Okay. I, I cast that one instead of the one that's like a fancy leap. Okay. So yeah, you see Ilana floating in the sky there. In that case, I think I'm going to run to the other side mm-hmm. and drop down and try and stealth again once I hit the ground. Okay. Darvin, you quickly run across the roof and then run down the side of the building. Go ahead and roll stealth. Your footsteps while you're running across the roof are definitely heard. It's a matter of whether or not you're hidden once you get to the other side. 27. Okay. Oh, Elon, you certainly just heard somebody run across the roof and then jump down. What do you want to do? Oh, I know which way he went. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to f- fly over in that direction. Okay. And want to try and see if I can see him first. Okay. Roll some perception. It's a 16. From your position floating in the air, just on the other side of the building, you look down and you can't see any movement. Mm, I'm going to say out loud, since I don't know where he is. Master Grimm, I have a few questions for you that Arnis is refusing to answer regarding one of your associates. Should not be a long conversation. I swear, just need a couple of questions answered. I'll be out of your hair. Are you staying in the sky? I'm going to land on the roof. Okay. I don't want to be drawing attention to myself standing, flying in the sky. <laughs> so you're just like peering over the side of the building. Yeah. Okay. Darvin, what about you? You look up, you can see the outline of a head just peeking over the side of the roof. Well, that's terrifying. <laughs> going to try to stealth back around to the front. What's the goal here? <laughs> the... The goal is to get in without being seen and without having to have this conversation. (laughs) All right. Roll stealth. The shadows are here. You just have to move quietly. That is not a good roll. I got a 12. That is not a good roll. Please. Ooh, Ilana, please roll some perception here. What did you get? 12. You got 11. (laughs) So So close. Darvin kicks up a little dust as he's scurrying along the side of the building to the front. And I think Darvin makes it into the hotel. You're very fast now. What's your movement speed? 50. Yeah, you're very fast now. And Ilana, as you're looking down, listening, you can't tell the difference between footsteps and wind or the sound of the water as it just slowly like hits you on the cheek. But you do feel something else at this point. You feel a gust of wind as your father just appears behind you. Hmm. Well, that went well. It's only the beginning. You did not give me a time frame. I will get this done. See that you do. Stay around this building. Keep an ear out. I've heard rumors. And with a gust of wind, he just (laughs) flies off and disappears into the darkness. What are you doing, Ilana? Going to... My flight lasts for 10 minutes. I'm going to go ahead and uh, fly back down to the ground. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go into the hotel, and I'm going to request a room. 
Okay. Do you have money? Yeah, I do. Okay. I just want to make sure. So nobody's doing you any favors right now. Oh, I know. But if you've got money, then yeah. If you've got money, I think you can get a room. Darvin and Arnis, after you came back into the hotel, where did you go? I have a room. Yeah, you do. So that's where I went. Darvin, you've got a room too, right? E sometimes. Do you have a room tonight? Yeah, I would. Okay. You can always come hang with me. Do I know where your room is? Probably. So, I mean, I definitely want to talk to Arnis, so that's, that is where I would go. Okay. Ilana, you are shown to a room up on the third floor. So after flying back down, <laughs> you have to walk back up. You can't just fly up the stairs. Could. Don't want to be gonna. obvious. <sighs> I don't know how obvious you want to be. But they escort you into a room. And three flights of stairs. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> and the bellhop apologizes. I'm sorry. Usually we have, uh, we usually have things in better order around here. It's been a real hectic few weeks. We're doing our best. Uh, if you need anything, please come down and ask. We will try to get it to you in a reasonable amount of time. But in the meantime, enjoy your rest. Do you need anything right now? No, that is all. Thank you. Okay. Um, sleep tight, miss. And he hurriedly like goes back down the stairs. Darwin and Arnis. Sorry. Darwin, you get to Arnis's room a few minutes after Arnis does. And I, I'll assume, Arnis, you let him in? Oh, of course. Okay. Uh, Arnis lets you in. What are you guys doing? I'm mostly, well, we got to talk about that, right? Like, what the hell? Yeah, who was that lady? I have no idea, but... She knows things. She told me in my head that she knows Jerian. What? Which means she's an assassin. And she's looking for something to do with Vale. And I... I I didn't want to talk to her. Because the last time somebody came looking for Vale, bad things happened. <laughs> yeah. Agree. That and... I don't really feel like talking about Vale. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> okay. I didn't mention, what is her dad? I have no idea. I, That's not true. You totally do know. You, oh, yeah, we met. You know at least his religion. But I don't know what he is, do I? Well, we met. Did we met a jinn You've before? never met a jinn before. I didn't think so. But as rare as jinn might be, they are still like a people of, I don't want to say myth or legend, but of tall tales. So I wouldn't know. He certainly fits the description of a djinn. Even okay. if you've never met one before, I mean, that's like, yeah, have any of you met a gorilla? <laughs> I guess that's fair. Um, but yeah, like, even if you haven't met a djinn before in person, they are fantastic enough that, like, it's a safe bet. I forget what religion they were. <laughs> uh, Cabernal, god of the elementals. Right. I tell Aaron is this. Okay... I know, the whole thing is very confusing. I just, I wonder why he's chaperoning her. I wonder why they know so much about us. I mean, it's not like we're particularly unknown entities on this continent. I suppose. We did, like, lead a rebellion. You let it. <laughs> oh, F off. Like, come on. I meant that in a like, good way. You're just... <laughs> you're just uh, I may have been the face, but you're just as well known for that as I am. Um, and so I, I'm just... I don't know. 
I feel like answering her questions is probably the easiest thing to do, but I just, I can't. I mean, do you think we should? She actually knows Jorion. I've never heard anybody drop that name that didn't actually know him. Which means, what, she's Denouement? She's gotta be. Which means Vale would probably want us to talk? Maybe, but I'm concerned about saying anything about a member of the Assassin's Guild and living to tell the tale, as per what Vale has already told us. Valid. So I'm hesitant to answer any questions about Vale, even to somebody who claims to be part of the same guild. Valid. Okay. In addition to the fact that (laughs) I don't want to. It's too soon. Yeah. (laughs) With you there. All right. You two, Arnis and Darvin, having decided, it seems like you don't want to play ball just yet uh, with whatever Elon has got cooking. Uh, What are your plans for the rest of the night? Sleep. Yeah. Darvin, are you going back to your room? Yes. Okay. I'm so happy. Oh, this is going to be bad. We should have stayed together. Damn it. (laughs) Can't take it back now. Nope. Already said. This is the do you trust me moment. Not any of that other shit that's happened yet. (laughs) I don't, but go ahead. (laughs) Me neither. (laughs) I feel like I'm going to get ginned in my sleep. Iolana. As long as there's also a tonic. Uh, Yes, I do. Okay. I just wanted to check. Oh, do I have to? Half elves have to sleep. Do I have, like, actual sleep? Yes. Not I'll, like the weird trancey thing that elves do. I will tell you something interesting, since you bring it up. Ever since you've taken out patches, sleep has been far more comforting than any meditation. That's weird. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Elfie part's having a struggle. Human part's like, I'm chilling. <laughs> so let's start with Arnis. That's not. As you go to sleep. As you sleep. In your dreams, you open your eyes to a familiar scene. You've seen it so many nights since that fateful day. You're back in the cavern. The shadows being cast by the campfire dance all around you. There is Patches, his back turned, slowly humming one of your songs. As you reach out, you feel the weapon in your hands. The sound of the string pulling taut fills your ears as you take aim. When you release your shot, you swear that you can almost hear M sigh with relief. The humming from Patches fills the air until it is cut short. The boy falls back, falling at your feet. And as his body lands, the sound of silence is shattered as his body turns into a tidal wave of bones before you. You feel your feet lose purchase and become entangled in darkness. Roll me a perception check with disadvantage. Ooh. You're asleep after all. Twelve. Okay. As you struggle, entangled in this darkness, you feel yourself start to wake up. But you don't necessarily sense the darkness going away. There's something slowly wrapping itself around you. Darvin. Fuck. As you sleep... You open your eyes to a place you recognize only from your visions of Corum. Uh-oh. The space here is vast, possibly endless, but you can't see more than a hundred feet before your vision either blurs or grows dark. And there's something different, something you can't put your finger on at first. But the first difference you do notice is in the air. 
those drops of water that you've been seeing outside slowly fall before gently coming to rest on the ground. Second, almost imperceptible, is the noise. The voices like mindless chatter before you can recognize jubilation it is the sound of the dead reveling in their eternity. But you can't see any of them from here. Instead, your eyes fall on the robed figure of Corum, his back turned to you. You don't get any of the thoughts or feelings you're used to from him, but the closer you get, the more you're overwhelmed by the feeling of owing. You know you agreed to a price to keep that portal into the Grayscape open, assuring Arnus's return to this plane. But what you don't know, still, is what that price was. Moving around Corum, you find his face blank, expressionless, and featureless. A face without eyes, mouth, ears, or nose, staring blankly through you, waiting, expectant, patient. What do you do? I try to talk to him. What do you say? What do I owe you? I think without any features forming, you hear his voice. The price has already been paid, Darvin. That's not what you owe me. I have not heard from you in a long time. You have not done anything in my name in a long time. But that price has been paid nonetheless. And you'll have another chance. Until recently, you've been very faithful. Darvin, roll perception with disadvantage. 14. Not bad. Better than I did. As you're conversing with Corum, you feel something slowly wrapping its way around your legs and farther up your body. But not here. Back in the hotel. And Corum says to you, as a dark pair of eyes open from this featureless face, Darvin, you do have a chance here. The choice you make is yours, but the price has been paid. You may find out in just a moment, but you could find out sooner if you stay here with me a little while longer. So Darvin, you know something's happening to you in the hotel. Do you want to wake up? Yes. Okay. Scott Blake, you are the worst. It's an impossible choice. <laughs> Aranus, as you wake up, you feel something wrapping itself around you, and you open your eyes to total darkness, and your joints feel stiff as something is wrapping itself around you. What do you do? Total darkness? Like, it's got to be magical darkness. No, like something is covering your eyes physically. Oh, that kind of darkness. Yeah. Can I... Can I behave as if I were in combat? Yeah. I have no idea if anything is going to work. I I try to cast shield. Do you need your instrument for shield? Uh, is there a component? It's a material component. Sorry. No, just verbal and S, which is somatic, somatic right? Yeah, I think you can uh, probably move your fingers enough to to get a somatic component off. All right, you cast shield as whatever this is is slowly wrapping around you. And you feel it wanting to get tighter, but your shield is keeping it just enough off of you to keep you from being suffocated. And you hear a voice coming from somewhere in this mass of a tangle, wrapping itself around you. You will pay for your sin. <sighs> what do you do? I am not having any care to keep 
my voice down. In fact, I like want people in the rooms around me to like hear. (laughs) (sighs) I shout back at this, whatever, this voice. Mm -hmm. I'm already paying for it every day. Somebody get the hell in here and help me. (laughs) All right. Iolana, please roll perception with disadvantage as you are also asleep. It's a very low DC because Aranus is yelling. 13. Okay. Iolana is roused from sleep due to some shouting coming from a room down the hall. Cool. And as I hear it, I reach down into my grab bag, grab my bracers, throw them on, and I go running down the hall. Okay. Let's go to Darwin. Darwin has opted to wake up. You wake up, Darwin, as something is slowly but steadily wrapping itself around your lower half and making its way up. You feel these vine-like tentacles just slowly wrapping themselves around you, and you see the shadow you see the shadow of what should be a head, but it's not formed right. And as your eyes adjust to the darkness from being awake, and with just enough moonlight coming in, you see that plant creature, and you see the flowers on its face bloom wide, and you see where a mouth would be just open up as it attempts to like crawl on top of you to consume you. You will pay for your sins. What do you do? I try to wriggle free. All right. Roll me in acrobatics. Fuck. Seven. That, that is not good enough. It slowly and further wraps itself around you. You feel the vines wrapping around your torso and reaching out towards your arms. And the rest of its vines are slowly wrapping itself under the bed to help hold you in place. Aranus, you're struggling and screaming for help in the dark. What do you do? Pretty cast shield. Mm-hmm. It's protecting you. I don't even know what I'm aiming at. I'm like it's everywhere around you. I know, which is why I like I hesitate to like because I can't tell what it is, right? Like right. I can't. I hesitate to like cast firebolt because I don't really know where to aim. You know what I mean? And so like that, mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. Also, you don't want to set your whole room on fire. That too. Um, my instinct is to try to get out. Okay. I know that, like... You're a bit more... That's going to be almost impossible, but, like, that's... That's fine. That's my instinct. You're a bit more entangled right now than Darwin was, but you can roll an athletics or an acrobatics to get out of here. Take some acrobatics. 18. Okay. You're able to push yourself halfway out. Mm. I'm assuming you want your upper half. Yes, please. (laughs) Okay. And as you look around in the darkness, you can clearly make out... This same plant creature, mm. uh, made of vines, the flowers in its face are opening and closing in an almost hungry way as it turns and its head-ish area faces you. Iolana, mm-hmm. you have made it to the door where the screaming was coming from. Wonderful. I want to look at the door and the frame and see if there's a gap anywhere that's about an inch <laughs> in space. Because I've got two options here. I either go smooth or like a shotgun into the room. Um, you know, this isn't a very nice town. And because I think this is going to be cool, 
I'll just say that the gap under the door is at least an inch. Cool. Then my body goes still, and the wind that usually kind of surrounds me, because that's something Janasi have, goes still also, and I just like go from being corporeal into being like a mist. And the mist form of me sneaks under the door and reforms on the other side of the door. <laughs> Artis, you see, um, <laughs> you see a fog roll under the door before it forms into that same woman. Um, what kind of action is that? It's a full action. Okay. In Arnis's brain, he's like, oh, I was right to run away from her. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. And also like, oh, thank God someone's here to help me. <laughs> so I've used my move and my action, right? Yeah. And Arnis watches as a bluish energy begins to build up in my shoulders and my arms just thrust down and there are just two bright blue blades of energy extending from my hands. Have fun with that. <laughs> Darvin. This mass of vines is trying to consume you whole. What do you do? Can I use my hour of reaping? What does that do? Uh, fear, basically. Oh, that's your fear. Yeah. You certainly may try. Ooh. So it has to pass a wisdom check. I don't remember what the DC is. I think it's written here somewhere. How's this work? What do we do? Hour of reaping. Six level. You gain the ability to unsettle or terrify those around you as an action. For your soul has been touched by death. Oh, it's been way touched. Right. <laughs> I'm going to succeed on a wisdom saving throw. I'll be frightened of you until the end of your next turn. That's all it says. How do I know doesn't, the DC? It doesn't have a DC there? It does not. It has something to do with key or something. Yeah. Oh, wait. It might be this. The key save. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what it is. the same save. Sorry. It was right there. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. All right. It's only 13. A wisdom saving throw of 13. Yeah. Let's see. How wise is this guy? This is why I don't do it very often. It's only 13. Not bad. Not bad. It's a decent shot. Of success or failure. That meets, so it's not afraid of you. Damn it. You send out this wave of fear and you feel all of the vines around you shiver as if uh, in that like pre-fear sensation. Like when you get a chill up your spine, you feel all of the vines around you shiver like that before they just kind of <sighs> grip on again. Firm. Was that an action? Yeah. In which case, it's going to use its turn to just finish engulfing you. You see the humanoid-like head of this plant creature approach you, just face to face. And you see the vines open up. Like a, see the vines open up like a rib cage as they all just fall on you and grab on. You are completely in darkness now. Hey. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Arnis. What do you want to do? You've got your upper half out. And you see Eolana there. I am struggling, but now that I can see this thing, mm -hmm. uh, n now I cast Firebolt. Okay. Since I can aim at the thing. Ranged spell attack. That just adds my, like... Um, you'll be at disadvantage since you are literally right next to each other. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh, Ranged well attacks at, like, touch range. Oh, okay. Hang on. Hang on, then. Then I change my mind. Because <laughs> I forgot about that. But I would know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd uh, certainly know about that. In which case, then... Oh. This is fun. Hmm. I use polymorph. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> on yourself? Yes. Into what? What does Aranus turn into? A cat. <gasps> oh, you're going cat. smaller. Yeah. Oh, very nice. This is just like in the, in the book. 
in Vale's scroll when he got turned into a cat by Mistress Sengal. Yes. In oh. fact, same looking cat. Did you find out that you liked being a cat? No, but it's the only thing that comes to mind. Okay. I'm not a huge fan of being a cat. I don't like licking myself. <laughs> but okay. it's smaller than me, and so that's what I do. You quickly change into a cat, shrinking down, and for that moment, this plant creature does not have a firm grasp on you. I run behind Iolana. Okay. <laughs> Iolana, a cat just ran behind you. I mean, Iolana, you just saw Arnis turn into a cat and run behind you. What do you want to do? Knowing situations and then I don't know Darwin's safe and he's also important to me. I'm going to step back into the hallway. The door's still closed? Oh, the door's closed, yeah, because it didn't open you it. didn't open it. Yeah, there's, there's that. <laughs> Dunk! Oh, <laughs> Throw open the door. <laughs> like, kick Arnis out just so like they're not in the room. You're going to kick the cat? Oh, I'm going. If that door opens, I'm going. <laughs> I love it. As soon as the door opens, Oh, no, I'm going wherever she's going. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, okay. I'm a freaking cat. <laughs> I didn't expect Arnis to get out of what they were doing, so the plan I had is getting changed slightly. Oh, Sorry. no, Arnis is in a better situation. What I a know. shame. That's not a, yeah, it's not a bad thing that Arnis is in a better situation. I just wasn't expecting Arnis to be in a better situation. Give me the lay of the room. Is, like, the bed in front of the window? Is there no window? Of the room you're like? currently yeah. in? Uh, yeah, the window's on the opposite side of the room, and the bed is up against that wall. Cool. So if I were to like shotgun blast some air at this thing, I could try and push it out the window? Potentially. Cool. Is there a limit to the size of creature you can affect? Uh, or the ability reads as thus. As an action, you can create a line of focused air that is three feet long and five feet wide. Each creature in the area must make a strength save, taking damage per point spent and being knocked prone. So I guess it wouldn't push them out. It wouldn't push them okay. down. So in that case, probably not no. out the window. Not out the window. How big is the room? It's pretty small. This isn't a great town. Like maybe 15 by 20. And it's 15 long, 20 wide where I'm looking at it. It's yeah, sure. Okay. It's not important. Um, not for me anyways. It is for me right now. Um, so I have a question about building walls. <laughs> they are walls? Uh, no, but like magical creative walls. Are they all straight lines or could you like make an accordion wall where it kind of bends back and forth? It depends on the wall. Which spell is this? What uh, the heck? It would be Ice Barrier. Let me see here. This didn't sounds somebody, like some bullshit. Didn't uh, somebody create an Ice Barrier around us that was a circle? It was a circle, yeah. Yeah. I don't think it was in this game. I think it was a different game. But If a spell doesn't say, you can Get that fancy it. with it, yeah. Because this just says you create a wall, uh, at least one portion of which must be within 60 feet of you, and it is this long, and it is this high, and it is this thick. Um, spells that let you shape them usually say so. All right, cool. So no, that is just a straight wall. Cool, yeah. Then I'm gonna I'm gonna push it then. And we're just knock go it prone or knock it? Yeah, knock it hard. Okay. So it needs to make a strength save. Okay. Let's Ooh. go to this other die that's a little green. Ooh. And strong boy. Down my DC for these things. Oh, that's a sixteen on the die. Oh, it's um, gonna save. Yeah, that's gonna be a. Okay. Pretty sure that's a. What's your DC? Save is sixteen. Oh, then yes, it has a strength bonus. Awesome! That did a whole lot of nothing. Doesn't take any damage or anything. Oh, it only takes damage on a failed save. Okay. So you attempt. Oh, no, it takes. No, I'm I'm mistaken. I'm sorry. Or half as much damage on a successful. Okay. Then go ahead and roll that damage. All right. 
spending three points. So it's three D sixes. Oh no, D eight. My bad. It's five. Ooh, that's already, already have? Ha- no, I already have it. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. It was eleven. Okay. You attempt to push this plant creature, and it flinches for a moment before it just turns squarely to you. Is that it? Uh, nope. Can't do this other thing yet. Uh, don't have enough points. So yeah, that is my turn. You're just standing right there in the room. Uh, no bonus action. I'm gonna. <laughs> I remembered I can do this now. I take a defensive stance with my blades, ready for it to come at me. Oh, okay. But you are staying in the room. Uh, in the doorway. Yeah, because so I opened the door. Okay, you did open the door. Yeah. I wanted to make yes. sure that was clear. The door was open. <laughs> I didn't know if that was for you to leave. I want to make sure Arnis gets out before I shut the door. <sighs> okay. All right, Darvin. You are in a bad way. Yeah. Blinded, restrained, unable to breathe, and you have to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> an 11. It's not quite good enough. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, come on now, buddies. Oh, that's good. I like it when he says that. <laughs> I don't. You feel the vines wrap tighter around your chest uh, as you take 15 points of bludgeoning damage. What do you want to do? That's just the start of your turn. You can still try to escape uh, or take... Uh, not many other actions, as blinded and restrained. I guess that's all I can do, right? I don't. To be clear, I don't have much control of my limbs, right? You would not be able to reach your sword. Okay, that's not what I was thinking. But I was thinking more trying to change the odds by, like, you know, launching myself. But if I don't have arms, then nah. okay, your whole body is engulfed in these vines. Okay, in that case, I'm just gonna try to wriggle free again. All right, uh, acrobatics or athletics. Acro. 11. Um, you're able to get either one arm or one leg out. Which is it? Leg. Which leg? Uh, the right leg. Okay. So, Darwin, you're able to just barely wriggle your right leg out to probably just above the knee. And as your leg comes out, you feel the vines around your leg grow thorns and dig into the meaty part of your thigh uh, and just squeeze and squeeze. So let's see if that's actually going to do anything. Yeah, that is. This time it is 16 points of piercing damage as you feel these thorned vines just tear into your leg. How are you doing on health? 42 out of 73. Okay. About 60%. And at this point, you can feel this vine creature get up with you inside. And it's not like you hear movement from it. It's more like you hear unrestrained growth. Like you hear the vines growing longer and like all over the room. Wow. And then in the darkness, fully awake, you have another vision. You're back in that space from your dream. And there's Corum, just eyes. And as you see him, a mouth forms. <sighs> Darvin, I thought that if you were waking up, you would take a little bit more time before we got to this point. 
but but it seems that's not to be the case. You're going to have to make your choice much sooner than at least you wanted. Aranus. Ilana has opened the door. You're a kitty. Meow. What do you do? Stay in cat form. Ooh. Speed is faster than mine. And I run toward Darwin's room. Okay. I think you're both on the same floor since you arrived at the same day. And you're able to make it to his door. You know where his room is. It's closed. Obviously. Uh, there's no light coming from underneath the door. Okay. Um, I don't know. Pool. Can I dismiss Polymorph? I believe. Uh, well, you just have to stop concentrating on it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, I, I turn back into me. Okay. You stop concentrating on the spell. Yeah. And there's Arnis. There's me, and I try to get into the door. Okay. You turn the knob, and it is locked, or it, it doesn't move. You turn the knob, and there's just like nothing. Like no movement. Uh, I really have the urge to do something very stupid. I know you do. But do you want to do it? Do it. I'm really worried about hurting you. Eh. <laughs> or burning down this hotel. Eh, this is the time to roll the dice. You did just see me get through a locked door. Also true. What do you want to do, Arnis? I, I did. Um, fuck. Uh, what's your name again? Yolana. Yolana. Sure. I know that. I'm try- Okay. I'm really trying hard to decide if Arnish is even marginally, like, rational enough to call out for help or if he is, like, so utterly worried about what he might find on the other side of that door that he's just, like, acting completely irrationally. Like, he, th- th- if he's, like, running on just, like, pure instinct. Mm-hmm. Smart enough to turn into a cat. So I think... Yeah, he's going to shout, Iolana, I need door help. <laughs> door help. <laughs> I just I don't know what else to call it. All right. Iolana, you hear Arnis shouting from a door. What do you do? Okay, now the question is, do I slow down or deal with the thing in front of me, or do I go deal with the other one? Because I'm not going to be able to do oh. two things here. Thank you for reminding me. That thing needs to have a turn. Yeah. Uh, no, no, it doesn't. No. It's not no. going to pay any attention to Arnis the cat. No, I'm, that's not what I mean. I'm just saying it doesn't need a You're turn. You're right. I apologize. I need to... Just a sec. As soon as Cat Aranus runs away, this plant creature turns its attention to Iolana. Damn it. And simply says, You're in my way. And advances on you. It's going to make a couple of slam attacks against you uh, as it tries to engulf you just as it had Aranus. Oh, dear. Well, one of those is a crit fail. The other is a crit, though. That's exciting. <laughs> That's a good spread right there. <laughs> so the first hand just whiffs entirely, pushed away by your blades. But then the second one probably comes low. Like, the arms don't have to be in humanoid position. Yeah. So they just kind of, like, shuffle down to lower, like, from the knee. And an arm just slams you in the midsection. It's going to hurt. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed meeting my character, y'all. Can I borrow one of these? Yeah, go for it. Oh my god. It's a crit. Oh my god. Wow. One, one, two, two, two. Fuck me. Yay! Uh, So that's 21 bludgeoning damage. Crap on a cracker, Scott. Off of that many D8s, though, that we'll take that. We should take Um, that. Because that's that's insane. (laughs) And you are grappled. Uh, this oh, arm is wrapped it. entirely around your midsection right now. Cool. 
yeah, that's where we're going to leave that one. Now, Iolana, what do you want to do? Well, now, seeing as I'm grappled, <laughs> I think the obvious choice is to misform again, um, because I can okay. get out of it that way. Yeah, you can still see. You have a way out, so you missed form and slip out of its grasp. It is very upset at that. I'm not. I just need to make sure I'm tracking my uh, expenditure here. That ain't cheap. All right. And I'm going to go, how far down the hall do I have to move? If I got there and I was a cat, it's about 40 feet. It's within 40. I don't think it's going to be the whole movement. I'm just... Um, (laughs) Let's say 30 feet. That is my whole movement. Okay. So I'm right outside the door now. Okay. It is a shame that you do not have an action right now. Uh, I have a bonus action. Yeah. But nothing that I can do with only one point this turn. And, um, oh, I I will stay in mist form because that's concentration. So that Mm. gives me some bonuses, which is nice. Okay. So, Arnis, there's just a cloud hanging out by you. Fuck. That's what I got. Okay. Darvin, you are almost entirely engulfed by this creature. Oh, my God. Uh, Your leg is sticking out. But the rest of you, still all those effects. Still, what did I say? Blinded, restrained, and unable to breathe. Make another constitution saving throw. That's an eight. Wait, wait, an 11. Still. Yeah. Still not quite good enough. It's a little low at 10th level. That's a lot higher this time. Jeez. That is more than what the crit did. uh, I wanted to call you Vale for a moment, and I'm deathly sorry. (sighs) No pun intended. It deals 24 bludgeoning damage to you. Ouch. Yeah, that hurts. As you feel the vines squeeze around your ribs and around your shoulders, around your neck and head. Wow. It is entirely unpleasant. What do you want to do? Um, am I still, am I still seeing Quorum in vision? Yes, you sure are. Okay, so I'm going to- If you want to leave, you can say so, but Quorum at least has something to say to you. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll stay. What do you want to say? What do you want to do? So, to be clear, this is your doing? No. This is not my doing. I didn't send these creatures after you. But you'll be fine. I will. Have some faith, Darvin. You seem to be lacking it lately. I feel like you've changed. What makes you say that? What makes you think I've changed? It used to be about sharing your grace with those who really needed it. And that is still the case. Then why does half the world suddenly really need it? (laughs) Roll some persuasion, Darvin. You're going to get some truth here no matter what. I got a 12. That's good. The world needs my grace and my mercy now because Pathox is gone. Don't understand. There's time to understand. You've got plenty of it. Darvin. I said you had a choice here. You do. But it's a choice of perspective. There's so much you can do for me. You, those who also serve me, are needed in the world now more than ever. But you're special. You did pay something. And you can choose to view yourself as my avatar or as my abomination. What? Plant creature's turn. (laughs) (sighs) It's 
going to kill me this turn. Wait, didn't it already get a turn? No. The okay. thing that hurt him at the start of his turn was just a consequence of being engulfed. Oh, god damn it. That's why it's good you got out and why uh, Ilana got out. Oh, damn it. I should have just firebolted the damn door open. Does a 17 hit? Yes. Okay. Only just. Damn it. You feel a tightening sensation around your leg. Sixteen points of piercing damage. Okay. As the vine tightens more and more around your leg, make a constitution saving throw. Oh, god damn it. He's about to die. Yep. Ooh. Yep. Seventeen. Oh. You feel the vines and the thorns reach all the way down to the bone. Jeez. It is trying to sever your leg. And is not quite able to get there. On the other side of the door, the other plant creature storms out of that doorway. God damn it. Fuck. They're not fast enough to catch you. Yay. So it has to double move to reach you, because it only has a speed of 20 feet. So this mass of vines rushes towards you down the hall, and it just... It stops right in front of you and lays a hand, what would be a hand, on the wall. And you see the vines just slowly spreading out along the wall. And it stares at you again, Arnis. You will pay. What do you want to do? <clears throat> it's like right up next to me again, huh? Yeah. God damn it. I'll burn the shit out of this thing and I can't do it. All right, let's try this instead. I'm going to cast Tasha's hideous laughter on this thing. <laughs> All right, what's the save? Wisdom. It has a bonus, but that two on the die is not going to do it. Brilliant. It falls down laughing. <sighs> this is the wildest thing you've seen in a good long time. This mess of vines doesn't collapse like a body. It falls as if it lost its humanoid cohesion. And now these vines are just on the ground, roiling around. And you hear this mouthless laughter. Creepy. Cool. What else are you doing? <laughs> that's my action. Oh, that's, okay. that's it. That's, okay. that's all I got. I mean, maybe I take a, like... Step back about five feet from it. Yeah, that's fine. Go all the way down the hall to my open room door, too. Well, I guess I can go back to my, like, my door. Yeah. Or just, like, five or ten feet. Yeah, you can just back. take a step I back. I don't need to be, like, too far away, but I want yeah. a little distance. Mm-hmm. All right, Ilana, what do you want to do? I'm going under this door frame into uh, Durbin's room if I can. As soon as you try to go under the door frame, you are met with an obstacle. The vines from this plant creature on the other side have extended down and seem to be covering the door. Awesome. Mm, that's not what I was hoping for, Scott. I'm sorry. Uh, the only other option would be to beat the door down. Yeah, you can certainly try to swift kick this thing down. I can't. I can't kick it. I was thinking of hitting it with like some serious power. Okay. Like hitting it with the. Oh well, it wouldn't count as a creature. No. So I couldn't hit it with a wind stream then. Hmm. Question. Uh-huh. Can I see the creature that's blocking the door? Mm, no. Okay. Do you, can you even see while you're in mist form? 
Yeah. Okay. No, I mean, it's just darkness because it's an inch gap under the door that mm-hmm. just is immediately blocked. Okay. Well, then I'm not going under the door. That sucks, Scott Blake. I do have this I can do. All right. Is there a window in his room? There would be. Presumably. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I think every single one of these rooms has a window facing out. Cool. This is what I'm going to do. This is going to be fucking crazy. <laughs> I'm going to telepathically tell you, I'm going to make you invisible. We need to get around outside the building and through the window, because it's the only way we're going to be able to help him, unless you can break this door down. We're on the third story. I can get us up there, or at least myself. How does that help me? Do you want to stand here and beat the door down? If I go outside the building, but can't get up into the window, how does that help us? <laughs> Do you want to stay here while I try to go around? I'm pretty sure that's the only option, unless you're going to, like, Superman carry me up into the window. Yeah, I can't carry you. <laughs> then what the hell are we discussing this for? If you got to go, go. Cool, then I'm going. Um... <laughs> What does this look like? This looks like... Oh, and if I'm going to do this this way, I don't even have to go downstairs. No. I'm going to go... My room is behind me, right? Just go to the end of the hall where I'm there's certain a, there's another window. And there's just... a room right behind you. It's probably not your room right behind... Like, your room is down the hall, but yeah. there is also it's a like, room. What's the fastest window I can get to right now is question. Either the one at the end of the hall or in the room right behind you. Because you could get under that door. Yeah, I could get under that door. All right. It's going to be some crazy shit. Uh, I'm going to go under the nearest door that's not the blocked door. In mist form. Uh, and you float right over two people just sleeping away. <laughs> and the window's left open a crack and you just right out. Right out the window. Nice. Uh, now, can I get into Darwin's room in mist form, or do I have to do something different? What is your speed? Uh, my speed doesn't change, so it's total of 30. Not a chance in hell. God damn it. <sighs> you can get onto the roof uh, with a dash, but... <laughs> would you allow this? I have not spent any points yet. I have wind step, which is as... Oh, this is, this is part of... It supplements my move action, which allows me to fly 20 feet for each point I spend. If I end it in the air, I fall, unless something holds me aloft. It, it's just spent during your move action? During, yeah, to make my move longer okay. by 20 feet per point. Yeah, I don't see why not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then how many points do I need, Scott? Max I can spend is seven. I know. Um, let's see, that's room behind you. Uh, you're going to need to spend three points. Cool. You right out the window, fly over the roof, and right back down and you're right in front of Darwin's window and looking in I'm gonna say there's a crack just because this is fun <laughs> this is very entertaining but yeah you see this plant creature vines spread out all over the room like covering up the door you see a leg sticking out from it just blood oozing down oh god I can spend four more cool so when I get in the room I break my concentration because I can't do any actions in that form okay so you're back to Eoloniform. Back to Eoloniform, and I'm going to use Hammer of Inquisition on it to psychically attack it. Damn. It has to make an int save. Fuck me. Nice. <laughs> I'm going to use four points of it. What's the save? 15 is what we said, yeah. No, that didn't work. Not for, no, sorry, it failed. Okay. Oh, cool. Plant creature failed. Whew. I'm going to spend four points, so that's four <sighs> d 10 
Uh, oh, and that's like all eights except for one of them. It's good. 28. This is just psychic damage? Uh, yes. Okay. And then it has disadvantage on its next wisdom save before the end of its next turn. Wisdom save? Yep. Even you, though that was an int save? Yep, that's how it works. Weird. Do you have anything with a wisdom save? No, I have no, like nothing with a wisdom save. I mean, save. That, that meshes real well with Aranus over there. That's kind of why I did it. <laughs> Which is interesting. But yeah, it's a weird mechanic to have. Four. Yeah, that's weird. That's super weird. Yes. Okay. It lets out a shriek. And then I still have a bonus action. I'm going to take my that defensive stance again. Okay. Darvin. Darvin's about to die. I am. You're still in this vision with Corum. I want you to talk to Corum before you make this constitution saving throw. Okay. If you want, if there's anything you have to say to Corum, say it before you make this throw. Is there anything you wish to say? Yeah. Yeah. Hang on. I have so many questions. I just... We've got time for one or two. If this isn't your doing, why am I here now? Do you mean here in Capris, or do you mean here in the situation, or do you mean where? Here with Coram. Like if this oh, oh. if this isn't your doing, okay. why are you choosing now to okay. talk to me? In case you were afraid, I wanted to ease your mind. You haven't. I wanted to let you know this is not the end. I simply saw an opportunity to speak with you, so I came. Okay. I thought you would have needed me more in the cavern, but Arnus is very skilled. Extremely. And Vale made a great sacrifice. But this time, things seem a little more certain, and I wanted you to know that if you're afraid, don't be. What do you mean by... What was the word he used again? Avatar or abomination. I can figure what an avatar is. What do you mean by abomination? Well, if you refuse to see this as a blessing, this cost you've paid. If you don't use it to act in my name, you may consider yourself such. But I have faith that you will stay with me and you will act in my benefit Basically, it comes down to perception. I think I like understand. How you react to this. Okay. Make a constitution saving throw. 19. You feel the vine squeeze around you, but you're able to resist. Now then, it's the plant's turn. Iolana, you see Darwin struggling, still alive in there. At 22 versus AC, Darvin. Yeah, that'll hurt. This is me on carpet, reaching out my hand. <laughs> Darvin, you feel everything around you tighten. And you feel the vines cutting into you more. But what's missing this time is the pain that you were expecting. You don't feel this. You don't feel this first thing that happens. Two things are happening here. Oh, dear. The first... Iolana, you see Darwin's leg fall off. And then you see all of the vines pull back from where it's extended out throughout the room. And this plant says, the price has been paid. And it moves to open the door. What the hell? That's interesting. 
Iolana, you saw Darvin's leg drop off. This plant creature moves to leave, and you still do not see any sign of Darvin. Are you going to let it leave? At that, no, I am not going to let it leave. I'm going to stand in its way. Okay. I want Arnis to see this, so I'm going to bend the story a little bit. Just, just enough. As this plant is pulling its vines back into itself, the one on the doorknob turns it, and it just <laughs> creaks open a little bit. And Arnis, you can see inside the room with Iolana standing between this plant and the door, and you see Darvin's leg on the ground, but no sign of him otherwise. And then it says, move, or we'll do to you what we did to Darvin. And then you see the vines in its chest start to ripple open. And you see Darvin's face, eyes closed. And with one of its viney arms, it reaches in and grabs Darvin by the top of the head. And just pulls out Darvin's head. Oh my god. And then Darvin's eyes shoot open. And Darvin, what do you say? It's me. The plant freaks out and drops Darvin to the floor in three pieces. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Thanks again to all of our Patreon patrons for your support. If you'd like to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash podcast and pick out a level that's right for you. Before we go, I'd like to give special thanks to everyone at the $5 and up tiers. At the $5 city council level, thank you, Tucker Tuttle and Shannon DeMello. At the $10 mayor level, thank you, Christopher DeMello and Sierra Jones. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Podcast. You can join our Discord server, or you can email us at skyrenpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrenpodcast.com. As always, we want to thank Vanessa Blockland for our podcast art. You can find more of her work on Twitter at Art by Vanessa B., and thanks to Daryl Dibber Reconos for creating our theme music. You can find more of his music at dibbermusic.com and on Twitter at dibbermusic. Dibber spelled D-I-B-U-R. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time on Seasons of Skyrend. <laughs> <laughs>